The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Frankenson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, don't you mean Shit 90 Shows Taught Me sponsored by Leary's Fresh Fish Factory? No, cancel it. It's over. Sponsored by the regatta. The regatta. Regatta. Um, the regatta cheese, uh, (laughs) sponsored by uh, Potter BB, um, yeah, lemon ricotta pancakes. Lemon ricotta, is that a thing? Have you never had lemon ricotta pancakes? This doesn't even sound like a real thing. So good, okay. So, explain to me how this works. Like, is the ricotta Mm -hmm. like a topping like is it no i think it's sweeter it's mixed in so it's like a fluffier moister pancake oh it's mixed into the batter yeah okay so this i'm on board with phenomenal phenomenal um cheesecake factory sells lemon regatta pancakes (laughs) and also my friend dina makes lemon regatta Oh my god, all episode long, it's gonna be regatta. I don't Um, even think we're like a regatta, regatta, not ricotta. Right, no, it's not the cheese, but it's more fun to do it this way. Regatta. Have you ever heard of putting like mayonnaise in your scrambled eggs? No. That's a thing people do. That sounds like a very like 50s thing. You know how like Like they use Crisco and everything. Yeah. Like have you ever seen like 50s like um, recipes for moms and it was. Oh, no, we're going to get we're going to get like back to the like uh, what was it? uh, Oh, what was the Boy Meets World thing we were doing? Like, oh, you big log. Like, what was it? Yeah, you big log. You Um, big log. uh, You were doing like the radio voice, which was pretty good. I see. 
Put your yeah. mayonnaise in your crumbled eggs, you see? Yeah. Uh, that was our last uh, podcast of and For Boy people Meets who don't World. listen to Boy Meets World, they're like, what the Kevin fuck Mahadeo. are you doing right now? Kevin Mahadeo. Uh, okay. Mahadeo. Okay. That's – I now we're just – I mean, he has a great last name, and now we're just like <laughs> – I mean, assholes. the good news is he's never gonna listen to this. That's true. That's but we can true. do whatever we want. Yeah. Um. But we love Kevin, and we won't. So anyway, we're here. We're talking some Dawson's Creek. Talking some D- talking some DC. Some season three, episode twenty one. Oh wait, show me love. I have a question before we do mm-hmm. this. In my mm-hmm. house, we always talk about like what is the best DC, and like Drew and I likes to rank what your favorite DC is. So. DC, what does that mean? DC, as in Dawson's Creek, Diet Coke, or DC Comics. If you had to rank the, the three DCs, of those, the DCs, which DC is your favorite DC? I mean, Dawson's Creek is my favorite DC. Yeah. Second favorite. Here's the thing. Like, I'm a Coke Zero kind of chick. Like... I mean, I'll drink a Diet Coke if there's no other like, – if it's if it's the option between Diet Coke or regular Coke, I will take the Diet Coke. Um, But – and are we ta- when we're talking DC comics, are we talking, like, just the comic books or, no, like, like, the entire The thing? DC universe. I will pick DC universe and I – oh, my God, this is terrible. I'm putting Diet wow. Coke in last. Whoa. What about so, you? I'm assuming you have the the Marvel – well, not Marvel. That's the opposite. DC and last. The, the Yeah, comics. DC is definitely last. Really? Um, DC I, is last? You're so specific. That's so helpful <laughs> for the listeners. Okay. Like, I love Diet Coke, but I'm off the Diet Coke. I only have Diet Coke now, like, once in – It's like a special occasion. A blue yeah. moon because, oh. well, I used to be all about it, and now I'm off mm-hmm. the, uh, the Diet Coke, the DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess Dawson's Creek is my favorite DC, yeah. and then Diet Coke, and then DC. But if you ask Drew – it goes DC the comics, DC Dawson's Creek, and then DC Diet Coke because he does not like diet soda. Oh, is he a regular soda, bitch? Well, when he drinks soda, he's off the soda as well. We yeah. don't have any soda in our house. No, All we, we have... do. We do the soda stream of right. of soda so that like because mm-hmm. I don't want to buy an entire like I don't know what they're even called box sleeve case. whatever you call case. case. Yeah, soda. That's a, yeah, case. I don't want to buy an entire case because I'll just drink it. Whereas if I have the ability to have that little thing of soda stream soda available to me, yeah, it it curbs that because it's like, oh, if I'm craving it that once in the blue moon, I can make yeah. a quick one and that's all I need. Yeah, um, we just don't drink it anymore because well, Drew has been afraid of aspartame since he was eighteen. So afraid of it, afraid of aspartame. <laughs> yeah, like really afraid of like aspartame is terrifying. Sweeteners. Yeah, so we don't have aspartame in our house. We try to stay away from it. Yeah, um, fair. That's not good for you. We just have water, coffee, oat milk, and tea. iced tea. Okay. Iced tea. Yeah, yeah. iced tea. Mm-hmm. Iced tea. I mean, we have tea, but it's like whenever we make tea, it's like, oh, you're not feeling well. Oh, see, so you got to do the herbal tea because that's what I'm drinking right now. And it's just it's like a nice like tasty Bev and it's nice and yeah. warm, which is like amazing for the winter. Yeah. We're in the Northeast, baby. You got to get those warm drinks. Yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. too, too cold outside for us to make margaritas. 
again. Ew, imagine a hot margarita. That sounds Ew. disgusting. Well, I mean, I I was making margaritas on the weekly, but then one day I spilled the margarita all over my desk. And that was that it? day? Yeah, I and do. And I was like, mm, maybe I need to step away from the margaritas. Yeah. Um, anyway, should we talk about Dawson's Creek? Show me the love. Show you the love. So um, we start off the episode where Joey is like, we start off with Joey standing and staring at the the Pacey wall. There's nothing it's kind of, on it yet. Yeah, it's kind of like a montage of like the aftermath of what happened in the last episode, which mm-hmm. I enjoyed because I like it when things have repercussions for actions. Yep. So everyone's like a little out of sorts. We got like Joey, who's like sadly staring at the wall. Dawson is like being a pouty bitch. Uh, Dawson PC's is a whole new level of parable in this episode. Pacey's futzing with true love. So yeah, Joey is with her wall and Dawson comes up and Joey's like, you know what? If you want to talk about Pacey, like I have no interest. Like we will not be talking about Pacey right now. Yeah. And meanwhile, Dawson is just like, oh, you know what? I... I want to talk about us. I want you in my life. And immediately I'm really annoyed because it's like, I don't understand how Pacey's such an asshole. Yeah. And yet you forgive Joey instantly. It's like, he almost mm-hmm. like he, the, how he views it is that Pacey manipulated Joey, coerced Joey. Joey yes. is completely blameless in all of this. She's such an innocent little Daisy. And so he's yes. like, he obviously, it's so Dawson is so quick to cast Pacey aside and um, forgives Joey immediately. Yeah. I thought that that was the one thing that stood out to me as well. I understand that sometimes that can happen. I mean, the, the saying is, uh, Bros before hoes or like uh what's the girl chicks version? over dicks or chicks ovaries over, dicks. over so, broveries right so like the 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 sentiment right is that typically like you typically blame the well I don't know I guess this like is the opposite would, in this situation yeah that's what I'm saying like yeah. that like you're like it's it's so that you don't uh choose the person that came between your good friends but But i I mean it's it's complicated because everyone's friends here but they're mutually exclusive in my opinion like i feel like if you're gonna forgive joey then like by default you should also be forgiving pc but that is not how dawson is operating here and dawson is trying to just move on from this he's like let's go like watch a movie like let's go do what we usually used to do and joey just can't possibly go back to the way things were she's like there's no way i can just climb that ladder again um and joey decides and i feel like this is so telling all joey wants to do is paint her wall that's all she wants to do mm-hmm. and to me it's like okay well that means to me that you miss pacey like pacey is the wall yeah. the wall is pacey right like that's what it signifies yeah, to like me. i guess it could i guess you're inextricably guess, linked like, so like if you say like what represents dawson it's like another l- movie in his bedroom it's a ladder movie yes so shout out I- ladder movie podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah fitzy right mm-hmm. different than cruddy different, different. fitzy way better than cruddy yeah different than uh different mm-hmm. but i guess so like for me i in a way, I kind of thought like the wall represented like 
herself and like her working on herself because yeah it's something that was is really for her of course it's for her from pacey so it does involve pacey but it's like i feel as like that represents like her focusing solely on herself and like she said she wanted to do exactly yeah no you're so right and i think that we'll get there because the end scene with like her or not the end end but the scene with her and pacey at the wall later i think much more leans in your direction of like this is something she needs to conquer on her own it's a mountain right exactly it's It's her it's her what is it everest or whatever oh yeah it's you know it's her picasso not picasso he's the painter what did he paint (laughs) sistine chapel no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know who painted the Sistine Chapel, but you know what I mean. It's her Sistine Chapel. Yeah, yeah. I am yeah, not yeah. an artist, okay? I'm so sorry, everybody who I just offended. Right? I just like anybody that like knows art, like if Picasso painted the Sistine Chapel, yeah, it, it would, would be look a mess. Very different. Everybody is throwing up right now at everything I just said. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's totally, it's totally I don't like expect like you to be like an art historian. It's just picturing who was if Picasso, the one if Picasso did. Um, let's it's someone real famous. Uh, I'm so stupid. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait for everybody to hear this and be like, "Wow!" I mean, like, I mean, art history minor who? Uh, Raphael. I don't know. Isn't that a Ninja Turtle? Michelangelo. Well, the thing Michelangelo. is, Michelangelo. But he's a Ninja Turtle too. But he's yeah, the one girly. Who did it, right? The the, the... The, <laughs> the Ninja Turtles were named after uh, no, Renaissance. I'm not that dumb. I just mean like I was pretty. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's. Michael okay, it's Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Okay, great. Yeah. So anyway, so Dawson's like, all right. Well, anytime you want to come over, like you know where I am. Open invitation. Like, all right, Dawson. Yeah. We all know what you're trying to do. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And then we're at fucking Leary's Fresh Fish. The, the the fish house the the bistro <sighs> fucking bistro okay so um gail has um she's working over something she has a flag for the regatta the regatta and mitch goes up to her and they're like the vibe is very friendly we are yeah. very friendly and flirty he calls her mrs leary which mm-hmm. i feel as though is like very like Oh, Mr. Leary. Oh, Mrs. Leary. Leary. Yeah. Like they're divorced now. So, like, this is a little like close to comfort. So, um, you know, yearly they have this annual regatta boat race. And, uh, and I guess like local businesses sponsor these boats. They pay for the boats to enter the race in exchange for the boat flying the flag of the particular business. Yeah. It's actually like a pretty cute, like small town tradition. And I totally, and I like, I love like an episode of a show where it's like an event, like a town event. Yeah. It makes so you, you excited. You have mentioned like you want to get into Gilmore Girls. Like that is a show that's yeah. like on your list for this year. Yeah. That show is big on this type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I can, it's I like can, a small like, town. That. Small town. Small Stars town Hollow. stuff. Yeah. Stars Hollow? Yeah, that's the name of the town. Okay. Yeah. You can't tell me there's no witches in Gilmore Girls. Ma'am, it's just called Stars Hollow. Like it's it's set in New England. There are so Actually, many witches. Okay. If the, I was like, if I saw a town, I'd be like, I will move to Stars Hollow, but I'll know that there's like so many witches there. 
Is there Maybe one where which is I'm not going to spoil the show. Okay, for you. don't spoil the witch. Also, spoil I will it. say it's a yeah. great bedtime show. I've been watching it. I've not been sleeping well lately, and so I've been watching it like at night when I'm getting ready for bed. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just feel like it's like a very like calming show. Anyway, um, um okay, so. So apparently Gail had promised Pacey a few weeks ago that they will sponsor true love in the race. And Mitch is like, I don't know if that's like the right thing to do anymore, especially what's going on between him and Dawson. Like it's super awkward now. Um, And Gail's like, well, we can't like back out now. It's just not fair. And Mitch says, well, I don't know if Dawson's going to see that see it that way and Gail's like business minded she's like we need it for the publicity he wanted a sponsor yeah. we were doing the right thing and like it is what it is so whose side are you on here let's let's talk about this before Dawson enters the picture right if you're da- if you're Mitch and Gail who yeah. are you siding with on like do they sponsor Pacey because it was like a month ago they agreed to it you or- already made the commitment I don't think yeah. it's fair to back out um and, and it's I also good for business you have a brand new business you need yeah. to promote yeah i don't think that it's professional or fair to back out i think that in terms of your business you have to keep some personal stuff out of it and it yep. won't look very good if you back out of sponsoring true love um and yeah. it's not fair for pay well i mean i guess like it, it's it's not fair for pay i don't know how they would also- even do it because they already assume i already assume, I assume they have put down the money already so it would just be like what not fly the flag like don't fly the flag what the fuck like who yeah. cares yeah um so yeah so then dawson comes up and he's just like no 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 it's fine it's fine and Mitch is like but you're more important and he's like listen everything's cool i'll even take the flag to him myself um, and so he goes down and Pacey and Cruddy are on the boat kind of getting things ready. And um, so he hands over the flag and Pacey says, thanks, you know, I, I could have gotten this from your parents. Um, and Dawson is like very cold, though. It's like it, when you put this on paper, like, yeah, it seems like a nice, warm, friendly thing to do. But like their interactions are so cold. Um, yeah. Dawson's just like, oh, you know what? No problem. And Pacey's like, listen, if you want me to like drop out of the race, like you're going to have to ask me to do it. And Dawson's just like, oh, do whatever, do you whatever you want. And Pacey says like, I'm trying to help your mom because like this is promoting her restaurant, which like, okay, sure. Pacey, like quibbling with this a little bit, like you're helping yourself too, if you win the race, but like, sure. It does help his mom. I hate the way Dawson's like, the way you helped Joey. Yeah, I think that, like, if we have to say, like, what's the first, like, shot fired, I think that's the first shot fired. Like, it's kind of like an uncalled for thing, um, and it's very snarky, and, you know, Pacey's like, like, if you want to be angry, be angry. I don't care anymore. But I'm just glad that you're not, like, blaming Joey and being mean to Joey and placing blame on Joey, because... All PC really cares about in this situation is Joey's feelings and how Joey's yeah. feeling about everything because he's such a good little soul. I know they really, it's so interesting. Like this episode really shows Dawson as the villain and Pacey as the hero. Like it could not be clearer that Dawson has ulterior motives and Pacey just wants what makes Joey happy, right? Mm-hmm. Um and uh and Dawson is like not here for it. He's just like, oh, no one else is gonna buy that, or I'm not buying this chivalrous, self-deprecating crap. Um, and meanwhile, 
we have Joey and Bessie like talking all about, you know, the controversy with Pacey versus Dawson and how Joey's just like having a very tough time with it. She has to hand out pancakes. I hate that she has to flip pancakes and give this out. And that's like her job in all of this. It's like, where the fuck was Bessie like all fucking day? She doesn't do shit. Like she just like places everything on Joey. It's not fair. And it's like, why does she have to like flip pancakes for a living? What do pancakes have to do with the B&B? Oh, right. Aren't they like, oh, we're known for our yeah, famous, famous pancakes. pancakes. However, the they isn't the chef making the pancakes? Exactly. Exactly. Like, so what, Bodie just made the batter and like Joey has to flip it. I'm going to tell you something. The technique in good pancakes is not the batter. It's the correct flipping technique and time. Interesting. See, I would argue that the also what does matter, it's not necessarily the batter as much as how quickly you go from batter to made pancake. Because oh. if it sits around too long, it gets chonky and it's oh. no good. You have to, yeah. as soon as you mix it, pour in pancakes, pour in pancakes. And so like well, Bodie yeah. can't pre-mix the mix. Right. Well, I mean, that's what ha- that's what he he did. I and so, then, so they're probably crap pancakes. I'm I guarantee you they're crap pancakes because Joey um, also can't flip a fucking pancake. So so yeah. So it's like Bessie's like either you flip the pancakes or you go home and clean. I mean, I'm sure, but uh, like Joey would rather go home and like scrub the toilets. I and would clean. rather. Wouldn't you rather go home and clean? Yeah, like, because I don't want to be, like, I worked at a supermarket. I gave out free samples back in the day. I don't want to do that anymore. There was one, sh- a couple shifts um, when I was at a supermarket where they were having, like, a fish promotion. And 16-year-old me was freaking flipping fish and cooking fish at a grocery store. You to force free samples. I hate that for you. Um, well, I mean, I worked at Leary's Fresh Fish before ugh. it even existed. This is why you're so traumatized and triggered by the fresh fish. Fresh, fresh fish. No one can even say that is the problem. Leary's Fresh Fish. Yeah, it doesn't come out. It's, it's roll easier than S's, like S's after S's. You're like fresh fish. <laughs> it's not a word. Anyway, like like Sally's Salmon. Sally's Salmon. Um, store. Sally's Salmon Store. Sally's Salmon Store. That was not that bad. It's so terrible. Bessie and Joey are having this whole conversation and they realize that um, that Leary's Fresh Fish's flag, that's wow, is on Pacey's boat. And Joey's just like, oh my gosh, that must mean they're like talking, like they're getting along. It's all fixed. Thank goodness. Yeah. It's solved. Yeah. And then Joey and Bessie start talking about like how Dawson had approached her and she's just like, I don't know, like she feels guilty, you know, and it makes sense because – Dawson is in this whole feud with Pacey, but he immediately forgives her. And she's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Bessie's advice is let them work it out. You take care of yourself, which like, oh, that's good advice from Bessie. I think so. I think so. Like she, like it all has to work itself out. Like, I don't know if Joey can intervene. I feel like her intervening would just make it worse. Yeah. I think that uh, the right call is just to let the guys work it out. On their own, they have every right to be upset with each other and they need time and they'll, they'll figure it out. Um, yeah. So any, 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 um, like if Joey gets involved, it's probably just going to make it worse for both sides. Yeah. I think I completely agree. Like, I think Joey could be doing a better job at like, at least having some conversations with Pacey. Like we'll we'll get into that later, but yeah, like she's clearly, if we had to look at this, just like 
in black and white. It seems mm-hmm. as though she's trying to work out things with Dawson more than she's trying to work things out with Pacey. Yeah, she's which... not even giving Pacey the time of day. And it's like, okay, I understand, like, you all broke up because – Dawson gave you an ultimatum which is crap to begin with but like that doesn't mean that you're not allowed to even have a conversation with PC like just because you're not dating doesn't mean you can't talk at all that's like going cold turkey you know what I mean correct yeah um, um, so, yeah. so then we get um, we're inside Graham's kitchen and Andy, Jack, and Jen are making wreaths for the regatta. Regatta wreaths. What do you think that they're doing with the wreaths? Are they? I don't know. Do they go on, on the boats? Oh, maybe the winner gets like a wreath to put on the boat. I don't know. I thought that like yeah, because I guess they can't like sit on the boat while they're driving or flying, not flying, swimming. What is it? What does a boat do? Sail, sailing. I guess it can't. <laughs> that was a journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can't be like on the boat while that's happening the because flowers. they would just fly off. Right. I think that like if you win, it's kind of like a trophy, but you like get a big wreath and you put it on your boat. I think that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. The, and I love this because this reminds me of old times when it was like grams and jen and jack and now we have like andy included it seems like a fun little group yeah so like it looks like this is like the event that i want to go to i don't want to be you know scrubbing true love i don't want to be flipping pancakes i want to be playing with flowers um at grams's house and Andy is enjoying it as much as i would um so graham says the regatta's winners oh it is for the winners wreaths has been my sole responsibility for the women's league ever since 1953 um that's so nice yeah so, that's, a, that's a long time that's a long time jack is not that good at he hates wreaths. he's <laughs> he hates not this. good i love when grams like tries to put the flower in his hair and he's like get off of me yeah like, he tries to like wave her away yeah meanwhile andy is just like make spilling all the tea she's just like we're not the only ones creating a display and it's because fucking fucking henry dude henry he is a hanging out outside with a sign like jen linley please forgive me for what i've done like this guy is so desperate so andy's like oh how long has he been doing this apparently he has been doing this for a week he stood outside for an hour the day before in the rain (laughs) and jen is just like eh (laughs) <laughs> yeah jen's like ah that's like so annoying like it's not even endearing i mean it's like stalkery at this point like do it for a single day don't do it for a I, whole yeah i think week, like it's dude. the equivalent to um like holding up the boom box out the window this is not a say anything moment right like that's what it's trying to be he's trying but it's like he copycats everything right like he's trying to be leonardo caprio then right. he's trying to be john cusack like right. why don't you just try to be yourself henry because he doesn't know himself because he's 14 years exactly old. yeah so she's so embarrassed about this andy i think keeps a cue and like they're trying to explain like what the deal was and jen says like I, you know, he was just being like a typical teenage boy with a one track mind. He was trying to hook up with me when I was trying to say no. And then, like, Graham says this, like, 180, and she's like, you know what? Like, you should forgive him. Like, what else do you expect? All healthy, normal boys want the same thing. Well, Grams, you were the one who was just yelling at her the week before about, like, 
being pure and not letting him yep. like go after you. The double standard. Grams. And then like, like she rip was her so, apart. She was devastated when she thought that Jen had had sex with Henry. And now yeah. she's just like, oh, you should forgive Henry. Like to cool. forgive is to divine. Later in the episode, she's so she's like, don't have sex with Henry. Don't even think about it. Don't let him in the house. Why? And then she's like, okay, so you're mad at him, but you should forgive him because he's just a boy. And then later on, you're yeah. like, how dare you have sex with Henry? It's like, Grams, like what? Like what kind of like? Did you forget to take your like normal pills today? Grams is all over the map. She doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Um, and so yeah, she's just like, oh yeah, hasn't he paid enough penance? It's like the fuck, Grams. Like you're all over the place. I think she just like expects everybody to sin, but then also expects everybody that like everybody will be forgiven i mean like grams is just like doing wild assumptions these days like accusing oh, everybody man. of everything everybody's keeping their shit in their pants unfortunately there is no sex in season three i thought there would be but there's we're not, not grams. listen we're not there yet we're not there I yet in due time would be. they'll be boning there is don't worry no sex to be found to be fair this is also network television so it's not like we're gonna see a bunch anyway we in the very first season we saw a lot more sex than we do now that's fair we did i want to know why everybody's a like everybody's a virgin cute. now um no one's boning <laughs> uh anyway so um dawson approaches jack and andy and he's just like hey your dad has a boat right can i take it and enter the regatta and jack being the wonderful human that he is, is like, didn't you crash the last <laughs> boat you borrowed? Like, but um, also, like, the boat's pieces are still floating around the creek <laughs> to this day. The shade from Jack was everything. Like, I have so missed him in the last couple of episodes just because, like, quips like this. I freaking love from Jack and I really yeah. have missed him. He's been so absent lately and he doesn't even have a ton of content in this episode beyond like being the fucking skipper or whatever the hell to Dawson's fucking captain. No, Gilligan to his skipper. Sorry. You know what I meant? I don't know about things. Okay. Um, I obviously don't know anything this episode, but Dawson's like, listen, I, I need, I've entered the regatta. I need a boat. Um, and Jack's just like, um, but isn't Pacey like racing? Like, do you think this is a good idea? And then Andy, Andy is like, okay, I love Andy. And like, I love like a mature person, but like, I kind of low key love that Andy is like a little vindictive here. Yeah, it's fun. She, she, yeah. She's just like, um, Dawson is going to seize the day. Um, Pacey sees the day. So why shouldn't Dawson? Yeah. And like Dawson. Don't blow smoke up our fucking asses here, right? Just say you want to get back at Pacey. No, no. Instead, he's a fucking martyr. Oh, no. It's all about Joey. It's all about Joey. No wonder she got away from me. Got away from me. Like, he was holding her fucking captive. Like, no one right. talks like that, Dawson. No, no. <gasps> and, of course, we have to place blame on the posters again because <laughs> when can we not? They always do. My walls have been empty for so long. All I've had to stare at is this shitty picture my aunt Gwen grew of Joey. And oh my god, we didn't even ago. see the best part of the episode. We're so stupid, Jessica. Did we it pass it already? Up. 
Yes, oh, it right. was in the first, it was in the sad montage. I we forgot. the episode opens up with him staring at the fucking Aunt Gwen and, picture. Yes, and it's the one, it's the it's the one the which bad one is one. it? Yeah, it's the well, really, really bad. bad. They're all bad. It's all bad. Yeah. I took a screenshot of it. I think I'm just gonna make it my computer background. I took a screenshot of it too. That's so Did funny. you? Yeah. Just for the memes. Like, just for the memes, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like, This is how I'm gonna show her I care. And it's like, no, Dawson, you're doing this to get back at Pacey. That's your entire motive but whatever and uh i love jack being like it's not right and andy just like flips out i'll tell you it's not right watching the person you love throw everything away so they can be with someone else listening to them lie to your face day after day that's not right so if you're not gonna help dawson i will it's like fuck you, you tell him you tell him andy yeah, yeah she's like in the stages of grief where she's like trying to seek revenge yeah and i mean she's like, good I get it. I get it. You know, you got to go through all sense. the, all the processes. Yeah. Uh, so oh. Jack agrees. Um, and he agrees to not only like give them Mr. McPhee's boat, but also be the helper. The Gilligan, Which, if you know. Yeah. Like, I feel like you could have just offered the boat without offering to offer to like be Skipper, not Skipper, Gilligan. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you yeah. didn't have to. Well, maybe Jack wants to spend time with Dawson. They haven't spent time what? with Dawson with each other in a while. Sure. Yeah. Um, Joey's being a pancake connoisseur. Would you like to sample a Potter B&B hotcake? Not from her. I feel like if it was cake? Bodie's. A what hot the fuck cake is the difference? Is a pancake? A uh, hot cake hot versus cake. pancake. Oh, hot flapjacks cake. is a fun word. I never say that though. Flapjacks. Uh, yeah, there's think... a slight difference. Oh, pancakes are considered to be sweet breakfast food. Hot cakes are much more general term that can refer to any small griddle fried cake in the broad sense. So, like a okay. pancake is a hot cake, but a hot cake isn't necessarily a pancake. Okay. Yes. Learning. We're yes. learning. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, like, I just want pancakes. I don't want to get fancy. I just want a pancake. But what I kind mean, of a pancake? Oh, the ricotta. Yeah, my favorite pancakes are definitely lemon ricotta pancakes. But I do love sometimes what we do is we make like pancakes with peanut butter chips. Mm. And those are ballin'. Yeah, I like, I'm a fan of a chocolate chip pancake. I love a blueberry pancake, especially because when you like cut into a blueberry pancake, it's kind of just beautiful to look at. You know what I mean? It's like all like purpley and gluey and yeah. (sighs) Yeah, I love a blueberry pancake. Who doesn't love blueberry pancakes? Only monsters. Yes. Well, I think that they're just serving plain pancakes. Who the fuck wants a plain pancake? Dawson didn't even have fucking syrup on it. Dawson's just like eating it like a corn dog, like taking yes! like chomps out of it. Like, okay, I feel like pancakes, unless you're doing um mm-hmm. like the sand sand dollar, silver dollar, you know what I mean? Like the small ones. Pancakes are terrible food to have to walk around with because first of all, you need butter on it. Then you need right. syrup on it. Then you need a fork and a fucking knife. Like and at not, that point, you're just like it's not a portable food, I would it, say. It's not. This is not a fucking fair food. No. Sell something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what maybe biscuits, a scone. Uh, that could be suitable. Mm. Um, so Joey thinks Dawson because she thinks that they've like between Dawson and Pacey, they came to some sort of agreement. Yeah, that and Dawson up. thinks that she's thanking her for signing up for the boat race. 
Um, and then he realized they realize what the deal is, and that does not make Joey happy. She's kind of pissed about it because not only is he trying to compete with Pacey, but like the B and B is sponsoring him, and the way that they this happened is that he's paying his own entrance fee yeah and he i think it's even fucking shadier to me that he approached bessie about this like if you're that concerned with joey and joey's feelings and making doing things for joey Mm -hmm. it's shady to me that he went to bessie well he thinks that this is going to impress joey because in his mind so he did as like a surprise yeah he did as a surprise (sighs) but like in his mind he's like Joey wants a guy who seizes the day. I'm going to sign up for this boat thing. And it's like, Joey doesn't give a shit. All Joey cares about is people, like, not getting to fights, um, working things out, not screaming at her. Like, Joey doesn't give a shit about who races who. But Dawson thinks that, like, this is, like, some great gesture that she's going to, like, get wet over. Yeah, exactly. It really, it yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, I don't know how he could ever think that this wouldn't upset Joey knowing that PC is also racing and they just broke up. And the reason they broke up is fucking Dawson. So, and especially because Joey's just like, Dawson, this like probably isn't a good idea. Um, And he's just like, oh, I want to help. All I want to do is help. Um, And it's just like, Okay, well, helping is not doing this, right. but it's too late because Bessie is just like all about it. Um, she's like, he begs to enter the race. Uh, we can't turn down free advertising. I don't know. Bessie like is obsessed with this fucking B and B, and I'm not saying she shouldn't be. It's like her business, mm-hmm. but she is obsessed about the B and B to the point where it's like really hurtful against Joey on many different occasions. Well, like, once again. 16 year old joey is taking on the way of the world and has yeah. to work part like full-time at the b&b um also i think that it's just like it's just way too many responsibilities for her um and i it's like she keeps telling joey all these things to do but then joey gets no input into any of it so it's like yeah it's not a partnership that's what i mean and what about baby alexander that's what i want to know where is he yeah and uh and so joey is like super upset she's just like oh dawson just wants to beat pacey and bessie is just like if two boys want to compete on our behalf let them race yeah i mean like seriously chaos yeah, she's here for the the drama. She wants to see the boys race and fight over Joey. And um I don't know, like she this is kind of like uh, like uh, olden days where people used to like sword fight for a woman's honor. And, yeah. Like, Joey doesn't want it is not like a um a lady in despair like she does not need two men fighting over the problem is that joey wants to return to the way things were but bessie as much as bessie does like some really shitty things and is not a great sister all the time she does say something that makes a lot of sense you know what i mean like how could you expect that things would go back to the way they were like your actions have consequences you can't just move backwards you have to move forwards and so do what you can to make things better and like this makes sense. Like Joey is really naive if she thinks mm-hmm. that because she and Pacey broke up, 
that all of a sudden that fixes everything. That fixes nothing. Pacey's devastated. His heart is broken. Dawson is still pissed off at Pacey and is still pursuing Joey, not in a friendly way, in a romantic way. And so none yeah. of this is fixed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we love they, that. They fucked up. I mean, yeah, I'm like, we like it because it causes drama. Like it's, it's drama. It's good. But like everybody's kind of like, you know, being an idiot here. Yep. Um, but I yeah, accept the consequences and do things something to make things better. I don't know. Like focus on yourself, like honestly. We are inside Andy's bedroom and Andy is working on her amazing blue MacBook. Um, and Cruddy comes in. And yeah. they, and basically they are, um, Jack is tutoring Dawson on how to sail, even though Dawson has been sailing all of his life. So I don't know how we got there, but that's where we I are. I also like Jack got motion sickness last time he was on a boat. Uh, Jack is not a good sailor. He has, um, Bad sailor legs or whatever it's called. Sea legs. I sea think. legs. He's sea legs. He's not that great. He's mm -hmm. very nauseous. So, but whatever. I guess we forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and then um Andy is looking forward to seeing some competition between Will and Pacey. And Will's like, Yeah, like I'm not here to talk about that. I have good news. I got the scholarship to rally. It, um, I'm going, I'm leaving. I'm going to prep school. Or Yeah, this is like going. the launch of um, Young Americans. Young Americans. Cruddy's got to go. Um, yep. But Andy's very excited for her. And Will is very happy. And I love, like, once again, like, hit it over the head. Andy's like, now you don't have to worry about your dad anymore. Remember that your dad is really <laughs> mean to you? Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and uh, it's so stupid. And then Will's just like, yeah, I'm worried about Pacey, though. And Andy is just like, well, you know, he they brought it on themselves, didn't they? Like Joey and PC. And I love like Cruddy is like whatever, but I do love that he points out that like I don't know how you're like mad at them for developing feelings. Like, yeah, it makes sense that she's upset because they didn't tell her. But you can't be upset for someone developing feelings, right? But well, Will points. Well, you can't I mean, be upset with them that they like each other. You could be upset with them for pursuing things and not letting you know about it first. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely mad about the fact that um, they didn't, they lied to her and they didn't tell her. But yeah, like, I mean, like, even if they told her right away, like, she could be upset about that because she still has feelings for Pacey. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm saying she is a... Her feelings are valid, right? Any feelings she's feeling are valid, but I don't think you can, like, hate somebody else for liking somebody else. You can like, be, it's like, not... really sad. Like, I mean, like, your sadness yeah, sure. can manifest into anger. But, but... I like what – like, so I want to know if you agree with Andy here, right? She says that once upon a time, I didn't set out to hurt Pacey, but he offered me no forgiveness, and our relationship came to an earth-shattering halt, and now things are never going to be the way they were. So. I don't – I feel like this is a little bit – it's a different situation, Andy. Like, you cheated on him while you were in a relationship. He pursued a relationship with someone in your friend group while you both were single and you were pursuing somebody else. Like, they don't Correct. equal each other. Correct. That's true. That's true. I think that it's just her feeling – 
hurt that, you know, I think that like she, in her mind, she is expected to forgive these two people immediately because, Mm. oh, you weren't even together. And then I guess like in her mind, it's like, well, I wasn't easily forgiven for things that I've done. And yes, maybe they are not like a one-to-one, but in her mind, it's like, why do I have to be forgiving in the the big person and accepting when Pacey did not offer me um, similar lenience? I'm trying to remember when Pacey and Andy had the conversation and like Pacey did forgive her. Like um, it was, it was it wasn't that in, long, was it? So it was in the play, the play episode. Oh, you're right. Okay, so it took a little bit. It did it take took a little, little bit, bit right? To, to like that's when they were cool it. again. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like I just think that it's just like in her mind, it's like, well, you know, why do I always have to be the bigger person? Like, why yeah. do I have to forgive immediately? Why? And do that's I have to fair. Get over it immediately. When yeah, she's allowed to have whatever feelings she wants, but I think Will just wants to like warn her, like, listen, like, don't let the anger eat you up. Yeah, I I mean, I think that's great advice. Don't make this grudge turn you into somebody that you're not. Don't make it hurting her. It's only going to hurt her if she hangs on to that anger. You know, like, like, yeah, feel your feelings. Like, take your time, work through those feelings. But when you're ready, let it go because. It, you don't want it to ruin you. Right. I mean, Andy is a, Will says, a warm-hearted, cheer, cheerful person. She is. And don't let this, like, steal that from your essence. Yeah. Which I think yep. is great advice. And I think mm-hmm. that it's something that Andy heard and listened and um, applied to her life, which is great. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then we have, like, Dawson getting ready on the boat and freaking Dawson hurts our poor Jackers gets hit in the head with I don't even know a sail of the jib sure yeah which is like reminds me of like early early Jack when Jack was like a super klutz remember when he always dropped the dishes and like he spilled the chocolate milk on the drawing of his naked body (laughs) and then smeared it all around it kind of reminds me of like the old jack days when it's like oh jack is just a klutz like silly jack um so mitch comes on board and is like you people are a mess you need me to help you yeah and so they're surprised well i should say dawson is surprised because you know leary's fresh fish is sponsoring pacey but mitch says well i'm an individual and like i want to help my son because obviously you you need it it's not a conflict of interest to be honest yeah um and so he's like yeah sure sounds great so mitch is now on board team dawson for the boat race um, meanwhile, we have the first encounter between Joey and Pacey, like since everything went south. Um, and Joey approaches him and she immediately like just like starts apologizing. She's just like, listen, Dawson did it. You know him when he gets something in his mind, like I couldn't stop him. And I love Pacey's response here. He's like, if it wasn't your idea, like, why are you apologizing? Like it's you know, like it's, it wasn't your fault, which is yeah. so refreshing to not in any other show or in another show, I should say. He would be pissed. He would be like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I can't believe you're letting Dawson do this, blah, 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 right? Right. What he is f- upset about is that the first words that she has said to him in the last few weeks have to do with Dawson, which is yeah. just typical. 
Yeah. It's always about Dawson. It's always about Dawson's feelings. It's always about like what Dawson is doing. And it's like, he's like, I don't want to talk about Dawson. I want to talk about you and me and where we're at and how are you like, ask me how I am. Like, don't talk about Dawson. Yeah. And the, what makes it 10 times worse. I feel like, okay, makes sense for Joey to be having this conversation with Pacey, even if it's like, she should start with a, Hey, how are you? Right. What makes it worse is she wants him to drop fucking out. And it's like, this is so He's been working on this for so long. He made, he, he didn't build the boat, but you know what I mean? Like he fixed he it fixed up when it, it was a heap of shit. Like he and Dawson fucking joins last second and he should get right. to continue when he doesn't even know how to fucking sail. Because once again, Pacey always has to be the one that c- concedes to Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. Because Dawson always any, gets his way. Anybody. Because right, Dawson exactly. has mean characteritis. I mean, it is Dawson's creed. It doesn't matter. Dawson doesn't know that. Dawson doesn't know it's about him. You know, he has mean I characteritis. Think he knows. I think he, he knows. knows. I think he knows. He I think it's there and it's like, this is my fucking creek, Pacey. How fucking yeah. dare you? <laughs> it's my creek. This is my show. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that that was bullshit. Don't ask Pacey to drop out. Yeah, um, and Pacey is so right when he says, like, listen, Dawson wins no matter what. If I drop out, he's going to win, which would have been – I mean, I guess so. I guess that's true even though I don't know how he sailed so well, but whatever. If I stay in the race, I'm going to be in a competition with him. And if I do win, I beat Potter b and B. I I don't beat him. So no matter what, I lose. And Joey's just like, maybe you can talk to him. But Pacey's just like, you know what? It's not going to work. Like, he's not civil with me, which – true we did see right. that earlier um and joey's like try again and he's like if that's what you want that's all that you want and she says that's all i want and then she like goes to walk away and he just goes like hey it was nice talking to you like i feel for pc here it must feel like such fucking shit to like go through this really rough breakup and then the person that you love and like want to talk to and want to know how their day is and how they're doing the only time they come talk to you is two weeks later to talk about the guy whose fucking fault it is that you broke up and ask you for a favor. Like, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of just shows, like, how much did she really care about him? Yeah. Is she's, and if she did, which I hope that she did, um, then she's having, like, a an awfully horrible way of showing it. Yeah, exactly. She's not doing a good job. And this is, like, typical of what we've seen of Joey trying to express emotion and thought and care in, in prior. You know what I mean? Like, this this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're <laughs> fucking Henry. We're at Larry's Fresh Fish, and he's being a creep. He's he holding is, the sign outside. He's at the place of business. Holding the sign, <laughs> Gail has get- to pull genocide and is like, take care of this. Like, this is just not okay anymore. He the must first- have gotten fired. <laughs> yeah, well, he I don't know. There, he did. He did. The first few hours was cute and endearing. Now he's getting too annoying and psychotic. And restraining order on this kid. She says this is our busiest weekend. Not only is he distracting the customers, but he's blocking. The beautiful view of the regatta. The regatta. Go talk to him. Um, just drag him away. So yeah. Jen goes to talk to him. I wouldn't follow him on the roof if I were her. But you and know, then that's yeah, her like he gets, she gets lured to the roof where he has <laughs> the way she gets lured to the roof as if he's a fucking murderer. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but really lured to the Truly. roof where yeah. um she has found that he has 
decorated the roof and forced her into a picnic. Basically, he holds her hostage on the roof in a picnic and she's just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you did all this. It's like, oh, my fucking gosh, John, I can't believe you're falling for this. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. So they sit and he apologizes. He's like, I'm so glad we didn't rush into having sex. He's like, well, I do think about it, you know, like all the time, like when I'm brushing my teeth, when I'm in the shower, when I'm sleeping, when I'm doing my homework. It's all I fucking think about, actually. But I'm also so glad we didn't do it. It's like, Henry, you would have fucking boned her the second she let you. Don't even lie. Anyway, um, and so then they like kiss and whatever, and no one cares because this relationship is fucking annoying. So we're done with that scene. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I only need um, to spend 30 seconds on it. We're done. Yeah. So then we have this confrontation between Pacey and Joey. Pacey's like, what are you trying to do here? What are you trying to prove? And Dawson tries to make some bullshit excuse that he's doing it for Joey. 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 And Pacey is like, look, I know that's not what it is. I know you just are doing it against me. Like, just hit me already. Um, Save us a a bunch of, like, time and trouble. And um, Dawson gets, like, all high and mighty and is like, you know, you think that, like, you're better than me and um yeah they get into a fight like pc says i don't have to prove that i'm better than you and then dawson says you made that clear when you made a move on joey and Mm -hmm. pc says i made a mistake for the last time i made a mistake it's good i love that pc owns up to this too like not that liking joey is a mistake but the fact that he moved in on her he does call a mistake which yeah i feel like it's so it would be so easy for pacey in the heat of this moment where dawson's being a fucking dick to to be like well glad i did it she fucking likes me better than she ever liked you but he doesn't say that instead dawson goes there and he says are you delusional enough to believe that you actually have something real with joey and i love pacey saying he doesn't say like yeah or she likes me or whatever he mm-hmm. says if i do it's because of her own free will it's just like yeah pacey cares about joey having independence yeah. outside of fucking dawson right yeah yeah um be- yeah because like <sighs> like because I, I, I like how she how he also points out the ultimatum. Like it's like, you know, it's selfish yeah. to do that. And I'm not going to hold that against her. Yep. Um, and he's like, Well, you can't really compete with history. Um <laughs> Pacey says, Some history, 15 years of watching PG movies in your bedroom, followed by another year and a half of pretending to be grown up, but only to drop each other on the first sign of crisis. That's your history. Come on, man. And you call this woman your soulmate, which is a great point because it's like this yeah. is like a relationship that we're supposed to like ride and die for, Dawson yeah. and Joey, where it's like been all talk and no show. Yeah. Well, that and like look at if you look at the way Dawson has acted, right? Like Joey was madly in love with him and he didn't see it for so long. It took him forever to even realize she was an option, right? That she was even a human being outside of his like BFF for how many years. And then they get together, whatever. It doesn't work out. And then he only seems interested in her again when he realizes that she is now taken. Like he does not do anything he like he thinks about it right he contemplates with her like why are we broken up maybe we should get back together but he doesn't act on anything until it's too late 
Like yeah, that is the story of Dawson. He's bored and alone. When Eve exactly. was around, he didn't care. When he was she's distracted by Nikki, he didn't she's care. She's the closest girl to him. Exactly. And he knows that she he'll always have this hold on her mm-hmm. that he'll be able to bring her back to. Yeah. Him. And then this is like probably like the shittiest line in the whole scene. She goes, um, she was vulnerable. Joey is vulnerable. Perfect for you, right? Because you are only interested in girls that you can either save or screw. Which I was like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Once again, don't go after Andy because you're a piece of shit and she's really yep. nice to you. And I fucking hate, first of all, keep Andy's name out of your mouth at this point because she has nothing to do with any of this. Nope. Like, right? Like, the only thing you could say. And she got is that- fucked too. And she's the only That's one that saying- got fucked. Yes, the the only reason they should be discussing Andy is that it should be you should have told Andy. That's the only time you should be bringing Andy's name up. And the fact that he says girls you can save. The fuck you Dawson if you think that Andy didn't also save Pacey, yeah, that it was not mutual. Yes. This yeah. is bullshit. She and I'm, we're not putting all of the credit to Andy. It was beneficial to both of them, but she helped Pacey realize his potential and do better at school and get confidence that he was a worthy human being. She did that. She helped him with that. And so for you to put all this on Pacey as if, you know, Andy was just like some damsel in distress, distress is just so disrespectful and hurtful to Andy who did fucking nothing to you. Nope. And then also to just like belittle Joey by saying, Oh, a girl you can screw. It's like, well, obviously he means Andy was saved and Joey was screwed. So, okay, so oh, you no, think no, that. No, 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 Screw Mrs. Jacobs. Oh, I thought he was saying you're only interested in girls you can save or screw as in like, well, obviously it must be one of those with Joey. Well, yeah, like I think that too, like, you know. Well, then he's saying she was that vulnerable. she's like ready to just have sex no, with him. No, because she's somebody that needs to be saved. Oh, she's the saved one. Okay, I understand. But, like, Andy needs like, to save. Miss Jacobs is a screwed. But regardless, it's such a <laughs> shitty thing to say about anybody. No. Yeah, of course. But Dawson's a fucking asshat. I don't even know what to say. He's an asshole. The only person that can understand what he's going through right now is Andy. She lent you her fucking boat, you little dipshit. And I'm over him. I'm just like so annoyed with him in this part. Um, but it was a very dramatic scene and I gasped and I was like, I went out to my living room and was like, Drew, Drew, Dawson just said that PC only falls for girls that you can save or screw. Isn't that <laughs> fucked up? And Drew was like, yeah, that's fucked up. And I was like, Drew, Drew, whose side are you on? Dawson or Joey or Pacey's? And you know what he said? What did he say? Dawson. <gasps> what? Why? Yeah. Oh, because I think he likes James Vanderbeek. What the I'm upset. Nonsense. Yeah, I know. Some I fucking know. nonsense. He said right it was there. a good line. So, well, well, it's Drew... a good line, but Dustin didn't fucking write it. <laughs> anyway, so Drew, Drew is pro Vanderbeek. Um, I mean, I can be then... pro Vanderbeek and be anti Dawson. So then, what we get <sighs> is another <laughs> shitty situation. Flashback to season one. Grams is yeah. what we get. So Jen falls asleep on the roof, as one does. And this is shitty of Jen to, like, come in acting all, like, nothing's wrong. Girl, you didn't even call her to tell her you weren't coming home. Like, that's shitty. Right. So, um, yeah. So Grams is like, you didn't come home last night. You're still in the same clothes as last night. Where were you? I almost called. (laughs) I almost called Sheriff Witter. And she's like, 
I was fine. I was with Henry, and that obviously sets off like Grams's fuck made um meter, and is like wee woo wee woo. What do you mean you were with Henry all night? And Jen is like, yeah, like he brought me on the restaurant and it was beautiful and there's boats and there's fireworks and it was great. And we had Lunchables and um, yeah, the, the, lunch, the mention of Lunchables killed me. Yeah. And then she goes, oh, we just lost track of time. And I love Grimm's. Is that the fashionable euphemism bandied about on MTV these days? Losing track of time? No. And like. No, it's so ridiculous. And she's like, oh, I thought I thought you would be like happy. Like you told me to forgive him. You told me like to move on. And she's like, it wasn't my advice. Sleep with him, Jennifer. Um, To see you slip back into your old lifestyle like you never left it. I expected more of you, Jennifer. Which is so offensive. Jennifer, is. Jennifer is as virginal as everybody else on this stupid show. Well, Nobody's right, having sex like, at all. It's there's such a difference. And again, this is okay. I'm going to start by saying people should just have sex with people if it's consensual. It doesn't, they don't have to be married. They don't have to be dating. You can have a one night stand. Do right. what you want. It's your fucking body. It is your fucking choice. Yeah. However, when you're comparing Jen's old lifestyle of like getting drunk, sleeping with random men, sleeping with men that are far too old for her, choosing the wrong men, even if she had slept with Henry, a, they're dating. B, it's consensual. Like, right. they're in a long-term relationship. Even if right. she had sex with him, much different than her old, quote-unquote, lifestyle that Grant so disapproves of. Right. Yes. Yes. And so, like, it's shitty that she's judging her for this and talking about slipping into her old lifestyle when even Jen did – first of all, Jen didn't even do anything. But second of all, even if she had, fuck you, Grant. Like, it's her fucking choice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I like this is like a huge backstep for Grams. I think yep. that it's very damaging for their relationship, especially when they've been really trying lately. Jen is they've obviously so offended and she's like, mm -hmm. I have changed. It hasn't been easy. And I count on you as the one person uh, to believe in me. And you're not even seeing it. Very, very frustrating conversation, especially because Grams did not even let her like tell her anything. what really happened so yeah. bunch of bullshit but don't worry because we're back with gail and mitch because <sighs> um because you know so then we're gail, here yeah we're here so then they're talking about uh, uh mitch helping dawson even though that's against true love Who yeah cares? he says one way or the other this is a fight that's gonna happen and i'm proud of dawson for sticking up for himself yeah mitch what the fuck are you talking about sticking yeah. up for himself what the yeah. fuck are you talking about well gail's like i would rather him fight with his words and not uh i don't know get into physical yeah fights. use your mind or whatever and mitch obviously he has to make everything about mitch and gail because mitch and gail only give a shit about mitch and gail right and mitch like he's reading through the subtext. He's like, sometimes two people have made it through so many things and so many conversations. The only way to make everything clear is action, Gail, action. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Dawson has more guts than the two of us. And she's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, you know what? I just thought that I might have been going on around, uh, you know, there's been stuff going on between the two of us. Um, and, uh, I'd stick around and talk about this, but that doesn't seem very effective. Okay. It's just like the fuck dude. Everything was cool know. five seconds ago. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't really know anything about this. Um, No one here. Let me tell you, no one gives a fuck about Mitch and Gale. No, three seasons of this bullshit. No one cares. We really, we really don't care. We've not cared one single fuck since season episode one. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So now, um, it's boat race time at the regatta. Regatta. And um, so the we're going, we're going. Pacey's taking the lead, but <laughs> we're going, we're going. We do have to mention, um, because Tom Palmer tweeted at us, and I did notice this too. The fucking music in this scene, yeah, intense. It's so intense. Yeah. Like, well, oh, no, we no, have no, to no, we no. have to focus. We have to focus. It's it's like this is an important boat race. Pacey's in the lead. Dawson is closing in fast. Um, we're approaching the finish line, and um, basically they're playing Dawson and Mitch. And I mean, I would say Jack, but Jack, you know, is just like on the back He's of the boat, being like bystander. <laughs> <laughs> like Jack's not paying attention to any of this. So no. Um, they are like encroaching on their personal space, their personal boat space. Yeah. And we and don't know anything about boats, but apparently true love, which is Pacey's boat has the right of way. And so your carpe diem should have backed off is like the rule. Right. Because you had to be respectful of each other's boat spaces. You can just crash into boats, Dawson. So basically now they're playing chicken with each other, like, Mm -hmm. because somebody has to turn or else they're going to crash. And Dawson is not moving. And Pacey just spent, like, all this time and effort and whatever money he has to yeah. fix this boat there's no way he's going to risk crashing the boat and of course he's the one to back away because it's just very typical of him dawson is like i'm not moving and so pacey veers off which means that dawson came in first and then pacey true love went all the way to fifth however um they got to dawson got disqualified because this is dirty boat racing right and he doesn't even realize he got disqualified like he's super excited and he's like jumping up and down and joey's like you lost like if you knew about sailing you would know that you got disqualified and then pacey's like you almost fucking killed me yeah Um, yeah Dawson's uh, just pissed that he got disqualified. Yeah. And Joey is like, is like, okay, enough. Both of you stop. Like, I'm not a trophy. And I loved this. And Dawson's just like, let's not forget who started this, Joey. And it's like, oh my fucking God. And then Pacey's like, you pushed me towards her um, because you couldn't be bothered. And Dawson's like, I didn't want to get hurt again. I still had feelings for her. I still loved her. I still love her right now. And it's like, Dawson, you can't have it both ways. You cannot have it both ways. You pushed her away because you wanted to get in Eve's fucking skirt. Like, you did not care about Joey in the moment that you were hanging out with Eve. Give me a fucking break. That's true. like Joey is like super pissed. She says, I hate you for kissing me and forcing me to figure out what it all means, Pacey. I hate you, Dawson, for forcing me to make a choice between our friendship and may- what I may have had with Pacey. And I hate myself. I wish we could go back to the way it was. I wish I could take it all back, but I can't. Nothing is worth going through all this. No one person is worth this. Neither one of you, and especially not me. And yeah, it's Joey's upset and like rightfully so like she feels like they're just like fighting for her as a trophy you know it's like right and I mean I get why she's like upset at PC a little bit just because like well he's 
buying into this whole shit. Like he's and, and like he's he's fighting back, you know. So and but because you can't be silent forever. Like if I'm yep. Pacey and this dude just tried to fucking kill me, yeah, I'm gonna scream at him too. Right. Yeah. So, but once again, it's like she, you know they're talking about her right in front of them. Exactly. Right yeah. in front of her, like she's not even fucking there. So it's like very disrespectful the whole conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and then Dawson goes up to Joey and he's just like, uh, I'm glad that Pacey kissed you um, because it forced me to deal with the notion of losing you. And I can't. I can't lose you. Not now. Not ever. This line says everything. It took Pacey kissing her yes. for Dawson to fucking realize exactly. that you'd miss Joey. Yeah, exactly. Like it took Joey getting to a pretty dress. To make you realize that she's gorgeous. It took oh, yeah, jo- jo- the potential of Joey going to France for you to determine mm-hmm. that, oh, no, now it's time to be together. Yeah, I, exactly. Like, you're not getting there on your own volition. It always has to be somebody, something, an exterior factor pushing you to Joey. Yep. Um. So I, I, I don't I don't like that he, that he said that. Um. And Joey says, you don't want me, Dawson. You said it itself. You just don't want to lose me. Um, and you know, if you really felt that way about me, Dawson, then you would realize the last thing I write now is another person with romantic interest in me. I need a friend, yeah, somebody that can be there without an agenda, the person that you used to be. Yeah. And he says, oh, I can do that. And it's like, no, you can't. You no, can't like make you yourself can't. not have an agenda. Like you do. Yeah. You do have an agenda. You have feelings for her. You have an agenda. Just exactly what you have. Yeah. Um. This is yeah. the saddest scene. This is Cruddy send off next. <laughs> oh, not Cruddy. Not Cruddy. Anything but Cruddy. Cruddy got Bye, to go Cruddy. to Baltimore, departing on track ten. Um. Bye, and I love like this advice. It's basically like, okay, Cruddy, like you're gonna go off to this new school and have your own show. My best advice to you is to do nothing that i did season one yeah don't sleep with your teacher um don't do drugs you know all those things and then and well of course cruddy's just like don't give up on true love man it always wins be good i love true Goodbye. love i love true love um so now we are in jen's bedroom jen is listening listening to her walkman and grams comes in carrying the hey pretty pretty girl dress. Yes. Hey pretty girl, pretty girl, pretty from the episode one. Yeah. This and is Jen's the like, dress. I'm not the girl who wore that dress. Yeah, it's anymore. not my style anymore. Honestly, she looks more badass than she did in that. Well, yeah. So um so Grams is like, I've been doing a great deal of reflection. I was looking through old um, photographs, a.k.a. Um, B-roll footage from the first season. <laughs> and I came across this dress. And Grams says, it reminds me of how much you've grown when you first came here to live here. You were still a child. And now um, you are beautiful and poised and confident and mature, who isn't afraid to risk her heart. And I think you finally believe after all this time that you really do deserve to be loved. And she gives her blessings to Henry about Henry and yeah. basically is like, if you want to be with Henry, then be with Henry. Um, and she basically is just like, I know how difficult it is to like not have sex when you really want to have sex. So you got to do what you got to do. And then Jen's like, I didn't have sex with him. Graham's like, we just slept. Yeah. Yeah. And Graham's just like, Oh, 
Oh my gosh. I'm so happy I'm to so hear happy. that. Now I don't the have world to give would have you... fucking ended if she had yeah. a penis in her vagina, Grant. Yeah, she's like, now I don't have to bring you to that planned parenthood <laughs> to get you birth <laughs> I control. Stand the thought of this terrible, terrible contraceptive. An IUD I could never. <laughs> uh, so, so stupid. Yeah, but Graham still means every word that she said. You yeah. are mature and you no longer have to wear the hey, pretty, pretty girl dress yeah and then we're gonna do a real quick flash to leary's fresh fish gail set up some shit for a private party for her and mitch mitch is upset because they were gonna make shit tons of money for the regatta it's she's it's the busiest most important weekend for us it doesn't matter you matter i don't care if we could have made literally ten thousand dollars this weekend they don't care about leary's fresh fish dawson they're, they're like no dawson is more important than the flag no mitch is more important than making money i mean just close down the when restaurant. rich people open up a restaurant they don't give a shit they already have no. billions of dollars i just i love how he's like it was gonna be really busy though like i just imagine them like kissing and him being like okay but like we've made up so like maybe we should just open the restaurant now yeah yeah um so so stupid. this is their second kiss since they're like rekindling. yeah yeah and dawson doesn't know that they're like macking it right no okay. no well he's that's gonna be upset be when fun. he finds out we know how his, what his reaction is gonna he's be. Gonna be like i thought you guys were broken up i just oh spent God. two seasons agonizing over this and now oh you guys are God. together i could have been spending that time right. looking at my imagine poster yep <sighs> and then we get Joey by her wall. She's just like staring at it, and yeah. PC comes up. Um, yeah. hey, I don't the, like how is up for the wall tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and he says, you know, I'll renew it again if you want me to. And she's just like, I don't know, I don't want to give up, but I don't think I'm ready to paint. Um, and Pacey's just like, you know, I thought after like the way Dawson behaved today, you'd love him less, but but you don't. If anything, you love him more. And she's just like, please, I don't, I don't want to do this. And he says, all right, all right, all right. I'll stop making this hard on both of us. But I have one more question. If it weren't for Dawson, could you ever love me like that? Like a soulmate? And Joey just can't answer. She says, don't make me do this. Don't make me choose. I think the best thing is to just take some steps back. And he's just like, yeah, okay. Like he doesn't, he knows his answer, right? Like he got his answer. And he just says, I'm going to renew the lease on the wall first thing tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. And like. He doesn't give her an ultimatum. Like, this yeah. is the best thing about Pacey is, like, he's willing – whatever makes Joey happy is what he'll go with. Right, which makes him, um, like, a better potential uh, partner. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, overall. But then – then he has to be all sad and he rips the true love sign off the boat and then he throws it into the water. And then like this, when Andy picks up the true love sign, I wanted to die. I like legit wanted to tear up because it's like, of course she picks up the true love sign. Because she's in fucking angel. Because Andy an is angel the most angelic an Earth, angel on this on fucking Earth. planet. Yes. Yeah. So, and then, so basically she's there and she's like, I have something to tell you. And he's like, I know you hate me. Like, I just, I like, don't need to hear it right now. And then she's already like, having a bad night. She's like, I don't hate you. I mean, like, I felt hurt and betrayed, but, and like, that can really like all turn into hate, but I don't want to hate you. Like, I don't want to carry that burden. Like, I don't want that to be who I am. So I don't hate you. I think this is like. Okay. You remember how season one, we mm -hmm. always said like Jen is the most like emotionally mature yes. of all the characters. Yeah. And she has passed the baton. Andy yeah. is now 
the most emotionally mature person on this show. Well, she needs guidance. Like, she needed that advice from Cruddy. Like, she needs some time. But no, yeah. she did. But, like, don't you remember we were praising her when she went to Pacey at Aunt Gwen's and she was like, yeah. hey, like, Will and I are, like, maybe talking. Like, I like him. Like, yeah. I just want to let you know. Like, she is so mature. And it yeah. sucks that, like, she was betrayed and she was hurt. Like, it does suck. And, like, no one get thought about her feelings. And that is shitty. But, like, she is the bigger person. She's like, you know, I don't want to hate you. I don't want to yeah. carry around that burden. Like, I don't hate you. And and she just reminds him. She's like, hate is a really strong word, PC. Like, I don't think any of us should be carrying around that burden. I think that kind of gets into PC's head a little bit of, like, he doesn't want to hate anybody either, you know? Right, yeah. Um. I, exactly. And I think, like... I think, like, the question has been, like, you know, how is everybody handling this? Like, how does Andy handle this? How does Dawson handle this? And I think that it ultimately comes down to this moment where Dawson is still full of hate and rage and he's not ready to forgive while Andy is want doesn't want to hold on to that yeah because it's more hurtful for her the longer she stays angry it turns her into a person that she doesn't want to be um so i think this is a great moment from andy i really like what i like how we got back to it towards the end of season three i like how we swung the pendulum in the other way back to a season even better perhaps in a season two Andy because season two Andy had her issues as well because she was going through stuff so like I like this Andy I think that this is a mature Andy I think that this is a caring Andy a fun Andy she's she's an evolved Andy she's light in the room of darkness um so yes he is a strong word Pacey says also love is a strong word Mm -hmm. um and yeah i wish the episode had ended there yeah um i just want to say andy save true love once again andy is the best like she had a bumpy road early season three but we were very quick to say the writers suck like the writers did shitty things to her it wasn't her and she was was always an angel and like i'm so happy it was the banks. I'm so happy we got to see her and Pacey have this conversation. Yeah. They're so mature together. And I think it's why we enjoyed them so much as a couple. And I think it's why I hope that they can maintain this friendship that they have going and that Andy is like being honest. And, and I hope that she's able to, to forgive and move on from this and eventually form a friendship with Pacey because I think they do need each other. Maybe mm-hmm. not always romantically, but they do need each other in that they yeah. have such good conversations and they have such a good foundation for like a friendship or a romantic relationship that like mm-hmm. it's nice that they can go back to each other. And like they're like their own version of they're a less toxic version of a Dawson and Joey. You know what I mean? Like right. they're, they have each other and I like that they can come back and have these conversations. I am curious where Andy is standing with – um with joey like we saw that one scene in the beginning where like joey was trying to figure out where she can sit she couldn't sit with dawson she couldn't sit right in the cafeteria with pacey yeah. she thought that maybe she could go with jack but then like andy was there so i am curious like where she stands um 
with uh with Joey. And yeah, I yeah, hope, we haven't seen her yet. I hope that like they can work it out too because I think that's a friendship that they both need. Girl Gang was so fun. We the got like, one episode great. of Girl Gang. Yeah. But um we're not done with this episode because Joey still has to disappoint us. Ugh, um, she she freaking goes, joins Dum Dawson. Yeah, she goes through the window, through the ladder, carrying a uh ET videotape and uh they want to watch it but um she, dawson's like you always said that movie was sad and depressing and she's like i just want to watch something tonight with an ending i know like the back of my hand um is she and... just falling back into her old ways right of, like right being with dawson but the way that they are laying and they're both just like quiet and not smiling and like sad it's like very obvious that you can't just go back to this yeah, no, you you can't like too much has happened. You can't yeah. go back. You can't yeah. go back. Um, she says, I'll be right here is the most comforting words in the world. I just wish that she did not turn to Dawson. I wish that she turned to Jack. I wish of that course. she turned to Jen. I wish that she turned to anybody else, but back through that stupid ladder with Dawson. I don't understand. Yep. Why she's so obsessed with Dawson in general, but here we are. But yeah, I know. Do you want to know what next week's episode's title is? Yeah. The anti-prom. Oh, no. Obviously, they hate school events. Like, we know that they hate pep rallies. This is, yeah, this is they canon. hate sports. So I'm not surprised that they do not want to go to prom. Plus, every single time Dawson goes to prom, he punches somebody. <laughs> or yes, hopefully. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that he doesn't want to go, that they would not want to go to prom. So I'm guessing that they're rebelling against prom. Wonderful. Can't wait to get to that episode. Um, We still have feedback to get through, fashion hour to go through, awards to give out, to dole out. Um, But we're going to do that after we take a quick break for our sponsors. We will be right back. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, we're back. Are we're you ready back. to get into some of the feedback? I do have a voicemail from the one, the only DBK. Would you like to hear it? I would. Wonderful. May 10th, 2000. I mean, I, I used to be a fan of Pacey. I really liked Pacey back in the day. But I mean, like he's asking Joey... If she could ever love him like she loves Dawson. If she could ever look at him like a soulmate. 
If Pacey truly believes that Dawson and Joey are soulmates, Mm -hmm. like, why is he going for Joey then? Like, to me, this just, like, shows that he's even more of a trash friend. Like, you believe they're soulmates, but you're going to go for this girl. I don't know. I just don't get it. And then Joey is going to end up in Dawson's room at the end of the episode. That's who you end up with. You're back with Dot. Well, I mean, they're not back together, but like, I don't know. Oh, and also I liked when Joey or Dawson and Pacey were fighting and Pacey said the only reason he's like with Joey is because Dawson pushed him towards her. Like, really, Pacey? Anyways, that's it this week, guys. Um, I don't think that Pacey really believes that Dawson is Joey's soulmate. I think that he is saying, like, you know, if you really were soulmates, then like all these things, like all these obstacles wouldn't get in the way. Like, yeah, all like you would really have like automatically know that you guys are meant to to get to be with each other and not get distracted by all these other things or not realize until certain things happen um so i don't think pacey believes that they're soulmates do i think that well i think that the concept of soulmates is a little i don't know if i like fully believe it anyway but yeah um i think that like i don't know if like pacey really feels like um joey i don't know if they're soulmates but also i do want to say that like i do think it's an unfair question that pacey asked her that especially in that moment like what is she supposed to say she doesn't even know she wants to be with him like how can she know that like if he if she would ever consider him to be a soulmate i think it's like kind of pacey using that language to see if Joey would ever pick Dawson or pick, pick him over Dawson. You well, know what that's I mean? the question. Like, she wants yeah. to know. I think, and it sucks like, that he's asking her that. Yeah, I think it's like, would you ever pick me over Dawson? Could you ever pick me over Dawson? Yeah. Because every single person, Doug, um, uh, Andy, somebody else was all like, yeah. she would never pick you over Dawson. Yeah. And she, he wants to hear from joey herself that that's not the case yeah yeah it's rough i mean i get why he's doing it though he's just like desperate right like he misses her and he wants what they had back and he's not getting it well she's not able to give exactly not able Um, to we did hear from the lovely linda um she so i i love i love some of the things that linda points out in her email um so she says she was shocked that jack doesn't seem to uh, be more upset with joey and pacey why is nobody having andy's back this is such an interesting question um we didn't quite get into like right like we don't really know where jack stands he hasn't said anything right like we know that um he ultimately goes sailing with Dawson. I think that ultimately he's team Andy. Like he, I think that like, I mean, I think like him not saying anything and just like being loyal to Andy and then ultimately sailing with Dawson. Like, I think that Jack is low key team Dawson and Andy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think he just isn't as like overt about it. He's never well, been somebody who's been that way. But also, like, when was the last time he had a good relationship with, um, with Pacey? He has. We haven't seen him hang out with Joey in a really long yeah. time. Like, I don't think that he's that close with them. The last time I remember him hanging out with Pacey was when they were trying to get Andy out of the bathroom. Um, when she was having her breakdown talking to Brown. I don't remember them hanging out just like besides calling him Jackers. Yeah. No, you're right. It's been ugh, yeah. And and her, like J- like Jack and um and Joey's friendship is like far behind us as well. We haven't seen them on their own since season two either since like the art yeah, show a lot of the like pairings have fallen apart kind of so because they're focusing more on the romantic stuff. yeah so for me it's very evident that like jack is always going to be team andy no matter what that's his sister of course yeah. and then they probably that, just didn't want to give airtime to it because they were focusing on yeah. the trio of it all you know right 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 um she says henry cut the stalker shit i'm over this leo wannabe next <laughs> um yeah. She also mentions the quote we did. You're only interested in girls you can save or screw. Back to hating Dawson with a passion. Watch your mouth, boy. Why are you dragging Andy into this? You wouldn't even be in the race without Andy. Why is this the shit on Andy show? Girl needs better friends. Also, that comment is so degrading to Joey as well. Cut the misogynistic bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would love Andy to have other friends. Um, I there's nobody, there's nobody in this stupid school for her. There's I know she needs better friends. Linda's right. I can't wait for Um, her to go to college and never see these idiots again. Uh, once again, Andy proving she's the best character on the show. She has every right to be mad and never want to talk to Pacey or Joey again after they cared so little about hurting her. Yet here she is pulling the true love sign out of the water, comforting Pacey, showing him kindness and forgiveness. She really deserves so much better than the way she's treated. Amen. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Linda. We love Thank hearing you. from you. I love you, I love Linda. Linda the Andy Defender forever and always. I'm with yes. you. I'm with you, Linda. Yeah, Linda will always be part of Andy's Angels. Yes. Um, do you want to hear a voicemail from Timmy? Of course I do. Hi, ladies. I think this episode was shot. It was very windy, this episode. It's very interesting uh, that I think it helped with the uh, sailing race because it makes it perhaps more exciting. There's smooth sailing and then this wind, I think, might have helped. Anyway, not all shows get to shoot outside. <laughs> like some shows that we might be fond of, like Community, that didn't shoot outside as its run went on. You know, a fake cough works just like a fake sneeze. Um, the larger point is Wilmington, where the show is filmed, also is the um, city where they shot One Tree Hill. And mm, I think if I you watch that. both shows, you can see some of the same locations, and it makes it kind of interesting. Um, one question I was thinking about was the absence of Abby. I know Monica Kina, the actress, left the show, but do you think she would have place in this season? Some seasons some shows need a person who wants to be starting something but i don't think she would have worked this season hmm. um i want to get your thoughts on that and 
I really thought um, this episode was really fascinating with just all of the emotions between Andy, Joey, Pacey, and Dawson, how they grapple with some emotions, cycle through other emotions, regroup. Um, very, very um, interesting how hatred and love were discussed. Thanks a lot. I Yeah. Let's go back to Temi's question about Abby and how she might um, might fit into this season, right? Because she was the cause of a lot of the drama in season two. That's true. Seems like the Creek Creeps are kind of creating their own drama at this That's point. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. First and foremost, I will say that there's always a place in my heart and on the screen of Dawson's Creek for Abby Morgan. Abby Morgan is my queen. I love her. I feel as though I do miss her this season a lot. Great point of saying that they're, the Creek Creeps are causing their own drama this season. That's certainly true. Mm-hmm. I think that she would continue to stir the pot. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she would not be a like an upfront com- uh, character. Like Maybe she would not be like a series regular. But I think that she's the type of person that like we can put in in certain spots when we feel things are lagging or need comedic relief or something however i'm glad that we don't have jen being a hot mess express yes although um, is that more entertaining than her with henry of course it is of course but we like it the is. growth i guess i mean we like the growth i just like i feel like we could have found a place for abby i think that i we would have made it work for i her. miss her presence on the show of course um she's just like the queen yeah queen um, b also, by the way, Jessica, if we ever want to go to Williamton or whatever it's called, North Carolina, yeah, I heard that there are like Dawson oh, tours? Creeks tours. We should do that. That would we be should so do fun. That. that would be so fun. We can okay. Go to that's North on our Carolina. list of vacations we're doing. Yes, yeah, that, that would, would be, be super, super, super fun. They can show us right where Leary's Fresh Fish is. Yeah, road trip. Road trip to North Carolina. Um, can we fly? It's kind of long. We could fly. Yeah, thank we you. We could just call it a road trip or not. Okay, thanks. I don't. I don't, um, I'm not great on the in the car, and no, neither no. are you. No, I'm not. Yeah. If I'm driving, I'm okay. But if I'm passenger, I'm all right, great. fine. Then you drive. Okay, I'll sleep. Sounds good. Put on a podcast. Good to go. Um, we heard from Lindy. Um, I love the way Lindy starts her email. She says, first of all, when I hear the word regatta, uh, she always thinks about Rachel's Rachel Green's regatta gala, which I completely agree. I do as well. If you're a Friends fan, you'll uh you'll know that one. Um she says Dawson is ridiculous and annoying, uh, and that would be fine if it actually resulted in consequences. But he just dis- got disqualified from a regatta he didn't care about five minutes ago. And then Joey just goes back to their friendship. She should be way more mad at him for almost making Pacey crash his boat. They're just going to gloss over that? I don't care how mad Dawson is at Pacey. That's just reckless. It's mm-hmm. Definitely fair. You almost yeah. killed him. Yeah, you psychopath. <laughs> uh, Joey wants friendship without an agenda, obviously. Dawson has an agenda. He just said he loves her. She knows that. He knows that. So she's trading a relationship for Pace- with Pacey for this friendship with Dawson that clearly has an agenda. Very mm-hmm. true. Solid point. Joey should know better, I think. Um, 
Uh, she says, what do you think is going through Henry's head when he's standing outside for Jen from Jen's house for hours every day, a whole week? That sounds so boring. No, he's just like boobs, 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 boobs. Gotta stay out for the boobs. That's all he's thinking about. It's like yeah. if the longer boobs, I stay boobs, out, the boobs, more boobs. likely I'll be able to kiss her again. He's yeah. pathetic. This is, this is pre-podcast days. He didn't, he wasn't using a Walkman. Like he didn't have any music or anything. Yeah. Um, and I love Lindy pointing out Henry stood outside in the rain and Graham's just watched that without doing anything. She didn't make him go home or invite him inside. <laughs> I know. I know. You would think like Graham's be like, would you like a cup of tea? Yeah. Nope. Nope. No. Um, we got a tweet from Ash that fucking kills me. <laughs> she did a good um, job. It was so if you if you follow us on social media at shit90spod, you should really need to go look at this one because it's very punny, but obviously a lot of it might not like translate through podcasts. So I'll read it, but go look at it because it's so funny. Um, Dawson was very out of line. He does not see the bigger picture, just what he wants. Dawson needs a stern talking to. I'd be very <laughs> salty if I were Joey. Last boat, not least. I sure don't care about Mitch and Gail, but you don't close the restaurant on a huge tourist weekend. <laughs> That's very so, true. Yeah. So I love puns. Like anybody who knows me knows that I like pun humor is my favorite. Yeah. And I thoroughly enjoyed that, Ash. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Jennifer pointed out, Jennifer, um, she pointed out in her tweet that Mitch should have been a good, better parent and got the wheel away from Dawson. Which yeah. I thought, why, where was, why was nobody trying to stop this? seriously grab the he, he's like oh dawson maybe you should um maybe you should stop mitch grab the wheel you're supposed to be like man in yeah. charge like you're the one who knows how to sail yeah and like Jack also mitch could have said you should mitch could have said dawson you're gonna get yourself disqualified yes i'm sure mitch would he know knows that. the rules yeah jack um, didn't care jack was like oh you're gonna crash this boat too i knew it my dad's gonna murder me i'm not gonna be able to be able to touch my calculators all weekend now. yeah and she does have a couple PSs. Dear Jack, I wish you had a story other than having to try to manage Dawson's rage. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> too. I'm sorry uh, for and, you. And dude whose name I can't remember right now who leaves Cruddy. town. Maybe Pacey should have gone with you. <laughs> oh, no. Wait. Cruddy and Pacey Cruddy. and prep school have fun. Oh, no. Oh, no. Crossover. Crossover. Uh, and lastly, we did get an email from the lovely Kimmy. Um, she says, this is very funny. She says, I feel like I've been too harsh on Dawson. So I'm going to watch this episode through the lens of a doughy fan. Oh, Here no. Goes. Wait, it's Freaky Friday. It is. Uh, okay. She says, can you believe Dawson's parents still sponsored Pacey's boat? Just because Pacey built this boat from scratch, needs the money because he's sleeping on his brother's couch, and they promised him, doesn't change the fact that Dawson's feelings are hurt. Think about Dawson. 16-year-old <laughs> fights are always way more important, and adults should always punish other children based on a 16-year-old's fight. Yeah, I agree. How insensitive are parents? Parents suck. Why won't Jack just give Dawson his boat? He crushed one boat months ago, and it wasn't even his fault. He was getting a boat job. He can learn to sail a boat in a day. He deserves it. Yeah, always prioritize blowjobs. He's only 16 years old. That could have been his first. Uh, Andy is right. How dare PC and Joey like each other? They should stop liking each other and go back to the girl who cheated on him and is dating his friend and the boy who rejected her and pawned her off on his friend. 
Oh, Andy. Um, yeah. Dawson is. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Uh, Dawson is right. He's totally respectful of Andy when he says, you're only interested in women you can save or screw. Dawson has always been there for Pacey, like when he almost remembered his birthday. <laughs> he asked about his abusive father. He told him to go back to being a loser to make him feel better about himself. Pacey has no right to be mad at Dawson. Yeah, what happens all oh. those times about all these times that Dawson <laughs> just almost birthday. was a good friend? He did forget his Is birthday. It, isn't it better that you tried he than not tried really at is. all? Oh my gosh. Uh, Joey is totally rational. Uh, ra excuse me. Joey's totally rational and loving Dawson more after the regatta experience. <laughs> who wouldn't love a man that almost killed two people to win a regatta? A man who watches E.T., stares at beautiful childhood <laughs> art, and gives ultimatums. I'm really hopeful that these two get back together. <laughs> um, these two get back together. Their relationship is so, what's the word? Conditional and based on totally rational choices. Uh, Dawson's passion, anger, and cascading bangs in this episode are totally normal and not anything to be concerned about. I just uh, really <laughs> appreciate your concern for Dawson's feelings. Mm -hmm. The commitment to the bit is so strong in this so email. Good. So good. I'm sure good. next week Dawson will be even better. P.S. This was the <laughs> most difficult thing I've ever had to do. How did I do? Was I a convincing Dawson fan? I feel like we need to do this one day this just being so amazing do so opposite funny. this is called the opposite podcast opposite podcast <laughs> that would be so funny um oh my, my cheeks gosh. hurt mine do too that was so funny uh thank you everybody who sent in feedback um if you would like to send in feedback please do you can find us on twitter at shit 90s pod on um, twitter and instagram shit 90s pod.com and also shit 90s pod at gmail.com you can leave us a voicemail send us emails however you want to get your feedback and we we absolutely love to hear it mm, yes thank you so 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 much to everybody okay we got some fashion hour fashion hour bloop, bloop, bloop. okay our first award is the Elwoods Award for Fashion Excellence. Um, my first nominee is uh, Pacey's boating look. I thoroughly enjoyed this. First of all, he is wearing a button-down shirt with all this, like, bait on it like so many like little like fisherman baits it's so fun like so yeah. colorful and fun i loved it he's wearing camo pants because that totally matches <laughs> a and... mixture of patterns is offensive yeah. and like little like sperry shoes and his hair is like a little textured and his eyebrows are looking great like isn't he just here for the good old boating lols yeah, I mean, I like the slip-on shoes. I I do too. I also love the shirt. Um, I just hate that it's matched with these pants. Um, but I will say, like, it doesn't look like he got a haircut. I feel like I don't know if it was between episodes or if he had that one for a while. But um, I love this shirt. I hate the pants, but I love the shirt. Yeah. Um. Next up. If you just go to the the other tab, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um. Next up, we have Gail. Gail is wearing this like little red top that is like pinched in the front, mm -hmm. which I feel like that was definitely like a look back in the day because yeah, she's showing off the tatas. Yeah, like it was a way to show 
off the tatas. The way you said tatas, like it was you. Someone had a gun in yeah. your head. Yeah, yeah. Say yeah I, it, you don't it, have to say. It didn't make me feel great. Uh, she, her hair is like a little like Rachel esque. <laughs> Um, from friends, she's wearing like this white skirt that has like it's like tight uh to the thighs and it has like a diamond crisscross pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I thought that she looked like super fashionable. Yeah, I like this look. I really like this top actually. I think it's a it's really cute because it's not like a normal tank top. It has like a little yeah. bit of detailing in the front. Um, very nautical with like the red and white vibes. I really like yeah. it. Yeah. And then my last nomination is Andy when she saved true love. Andy is wearing a paisley red dress. So much paisley. She's wearing some red butterfly clips. She has the smallest bun in the world. As somebody has like thin blonde hair, I can relate. It's really sad. But I don't blame her. And she's also wearing a um cardigan that has like a little stringy tie at the top but such an early 2000s outfit yeah especially the way this cardigan is is yeah. very yeah yeah exactly um yeah i think this is cute i love i love how all of andy's outfits like there's such color um what's it called like color matching color blocking like the, it, mm-hmm. it all very goes well very it de- goes yeah. very well together yeah so who are we giving this to i mean i really love pacey's shirt i have to give it to him even though his pants are offensive um <laughs> i love the shirt enough that it makes up for it and it's yeah. on brand it's like yeah. themed well does it make so you want to sail um no i don't want to sail but oh, i think okay. I would like, I would go on like a tiny boat with Pacey for like an afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Sounds nice. All right. So the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award, my first nomination is another Gale look. I, cause I'm just kind of obsessed with this little look. This is like a little like day on the shore outfit. She's wearing like a white and black striped shirt, uh, like a cami. I don't know what kind of pants she's wearing. It could be a dress. Who knows? But this little straw sun hat that has the black ribbon, she looks like a cutie patootie. I love it. Yeah, you're really loving the Gale stuff. I think the hat is very cute. I'm I'm into the, the hat. hat. I think so the cute. stripes the st- again, like she picks tank tops that are like interesting. Yes. Like they're not plain. And I appreciate no. that. Yeah, I like it. Um, my next nomination is Dawson. He is wearing this like little pullover shirt that like looks, I think, like very comfy and put together. I think um it's gray and it's like um a little like a quarter zip and it's mm-hmm. collared and has like a black stripe and I think that his hair looks really good too it doesn't look as cascading bangsy it looks like texturized mm-hmm. yeah I, I like this sweater actually I think it's like very it is very timeless like you could see anybody wearing this nowadays um especially because it's like it's gray it's pretty neutral yeah his hair is a little pushed back because it's windy yeah it's yeah. a good look yeah. And then my last nomination is Jen when she's listening to like a Walkman. But let's pretend like she's listening to her like 
iPod or her phone or whatever. Um, she's wearing a black zip up sweater, some blue jeans, some comfy gray socks. And like, I think that's not a surprise that we are loving Jen's hair this season. Oh, it looks it. so good. Um, it's grown out. It's like wavy. It's beachy. She's giving us life. Um, I love it. Yeah, I like this outfit. I mean, this is a classic Jen outfit, black top, jeans, and her hair in a little bit of like a tousled, like wavy look. Mm, yes. Um, I really do like this look. But you know what? Someone who doesn't get a ton of fashion awards from us, I don't think, um, but it's going to get my point this week is Miss Gale. I love that hat. I think that hat is a whole look. Yeah, she's adorable. I love she the little it. hat. Yeah. Yeah. She um, gets my point. Yeah. So congratulations to Gail and congratulations to Pacey. You two just really made the regatta a fashion event. Yeah, the regatta. Yes, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> so that's our episode this week. Of course, you can find us at Chit 90s Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us next week for more Dawson's Creek content yes. as well as Boy Meets World. We have, um, you know, a surprise. I think what we mentioned, I don't care. But um, we can't let Cruddy go because he is the best um, young American actor of all time. So we are <laughs> going to watch the pilot of Young Americans and release mm -hmm. it and give you our first thoughts and tell you all about what Cruddy is up to. I can't wait. I can't wait to talk Cruddy. It's going to be so much fun. Yes. Um, and on top of that, we do have a guest next week, which is unusual for us. So we have to announce it at the, t at the, bo at the bottom. I guess this is the bottom. That's a weird thing to say. It doesn't matter. We have a guest next week. Really excited to have Adam come on and chat Dawson's Creek with us. He's not seen the show except now he has binged like a season and a half yeah, he's in like zooming. a very short amount of time. Who knows if he'll be able to finish the whole amount by the time he gets to us for the end of season three stuff, but I'm super excited to talk to him about it. Um, we have some other bonus content coming up. The cutting edge with Cody Patterson, strictly ballroom with Sarah Carradine. Stay tuned friends. We have a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Combine that with us covering the Gilded Age over at Post Show Recaps, and we're just cranking out podcasts like it's nobody's business. Yep, busy bees, busy bees. Catch us on all the above. Yes, go check us out over at Post Show Recaps. You can also find me on Community Building over there. If you're ever wondering what either one of us has going on, you could follow us on Twitter. I'm at the Jess Sterling. Sarah is at Sarah Ferguson. So follow us there too. We're always tweeting out what we're doing, what we're up to, all that fun stuff. Thank you all for joining us this week on this amazing episode of Dawson's Creek. Can't wait to see what the Creek Creeps get up to next week at their anti-prom. Um, it's going to be so much fun. We will talk to you all next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Shit 90 shows taught me.